What's up, Paradoxers? It's Jack again, and I am here for the Chapter 4 recap of your favorite manga, Time Paradox Ghost Raider. So, last week, we left off with Itsuki and Tepei having their little confrontation, which ended in Itsuki leaving White Knight in the hands of Tepei to take into a regular series at Shell at Shonen Jump and everyone was okay with that because she realized that they shared the same ideals that they both wanted to just bring ma manga to the world that people enjoyed. Um, so now we are pictured in the first page here with Tepei now in his new studio that his editor at Jump I assume helped him with and he has come to the realization that he does he's responsible for the series and that he's going to carry it through. There are people out there who read his one shot, they think he did it, and whether he likes it or not, uh, he's responsible, he's bringing it to them every week, and he took that responsibility. So moving forward to the story, they take a little bit of time to explain the, the work that needs to make a weekly comic every month. And they show how assistants typically work. And from my understanding of, of uh, reading manga and reading Bakuman, you have assistants, four to five typically, and they each have different skills and responsibilities and leadership uh, within that studio. And Munioka today has the studio set up and he also has a group of people to help him. So we get to meet some new characters as I think. The first up is Genki, which Genki Akaishi, who was a who was an award runner-up just like Tepei was. He does not have a pro debut. He has a very interesting design. He looks like a shonen character himself, and he's you know very out there, young, brash. He's got earrings. He's got bracelets, and then we have the contrast to him. Jiro Yamane, who is a career pro assistant, he's drawn very like dad-like, he's wearing a polo, a striped polo, he's got a parted hair, he, he looks very chillax. And then we have Hajime Ikaraishi, who's 23 years old, he has had his one-shot debut already and he has won some awards. He looks like a typical artist, like a modern day artist, uh, long hair, glasses, more serious, it looks like he's ready to get his career started and has that uh, burning fire inside him even though he looks a little bit nerdy. Alright, so the shock here is that Itsuki Ano is also introduced as one of the characters who is going to be an assistant. Very shocking. Uh, some, some people online predicted it. Uh, I did not actually. I wasn't sure where they're gonna go with that. It looked like when she was walking away from the scene that she was gone for the time being. But now she is brought back in the next chapter as a assistant. Extremely interesting. We'll talk more about this later. So she's here. Tepe is shocked and she immediately gets into a little bit of a tiff with all the other assistants because she right off the bat says you know i had a very similar idea to white knight and even the same name and everyone is kind of thinking that she's rude 
But what I think they're trying to do here is show, set the table for the rest of the series. So these characters are going to be what's in the story for the time being. They're going to be a big part of it. So everyone needs to be, have that same understanding. She's doing the exposition, uh, recapping a lot of the first three chapters, or at least the last chapter where uh, they talked about you know, their ideals and what they want to do and who White Knight was. So they're recapping it. So this is what the public knows of, of uh, what White Knight is. So uh, Munioka breaks it up, breaks up all the fighting. Or I should say Jiro starts to break it up. Uh, they're actually using this space to show like the personalities of the different uh, assistants too, which is very clever. And Munioka breaks it all up when he says, look, take a look at her work. And then she immediately wins everyone over. Everyone. Jiro, Genki, Hajime, they're all like, wow, this person is really talented and they instantly accept her to everyone's surprise. Even though she's only 17 years old, which we found out in her bubble. And the shot of this scene ends with Itsuki asking to shake hands with Tepei. And it's a nice scene because she calls him sensei. And that concludes this part of the table setting for the future. So we move on and we we are starting to get back into like what the mental parts that Tepei is going uh, they are showing him in his new studio working on his 54-page debut of the series, I suppose. Um, to use an example, I think in One Piece, there is a... There is Romance Dawn, which is like the one-shot of pre-One Piece. But then he cleaned everything up to make it a full series, and that, of course, is One Piece Chapter 1. So I think he's doing something similar here. So he's in a studio working on it. Very interesting, I want to note here, it looks like his copy of the jump that he got in his microwave uh, is the same issue that in, that he got in chapter one. But in, if you look back in chapter one, he they, they use a panel or two to show that it was missing. So I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. But anyway, you can see that he's looking through it and he has like all these like stickies on it and he's working through it and he's really upset with himself he's going through a little bit i mean you would think like oh yeah i got this uh, manga showing up on my doorstep every month and every week and i'm just need to copy it but this is a lot more difficult that than that when you're a creative you know you want to make sure that it's good you are recreating it and trying to bring forth things that you like and he's just dealing with like all these mental mental things the guilt the morality imposter syndrome self-doubt all that stuff so they're trying to show that he's going through something even though he has like this handed to him in the microwave and eventually you know he's working on it to fast forward three weeks later 19 days until the first chapter deadline and uh the assistants come to uh get a status update they want to know how far he's got. And so they, they find him in the studio and it's sweltering. And he's completely shocked that they're there. He's like, oh, what are you guys doing here? And he eventually reveals to them that he does not have a single page done yet. And a few panels later, he says he, he did draw 54 pages already. But he doesn't think they're good enough. 
the assistants see the pages on the floor and they're looking through it and they're like hey what are you talking about it's really good but Tepe insists that he really wants to redo it it's not good enough the assistants are somewhat impressed uh, just because of his of his attention to detail of putting out quality this is actually something that that is just making them really want to work for him i suppose so jiro proposes that they use the first draft to do the background work and to get started on their part while he does the finished second round of drawing redrawing of the series and tepe goes with it and everyone seems to be happy so they work on it 10 days later they're shown sparkling with the, the final manuscript. Everyone is happy with what they're done. They have uh, the sweat marks and dirt on their faces indicating that you know they worked really hard on it. Tape asks Itsuki if she likes it. Or he asks, what do you think? And she goes, it's great, it's perfect. Tsuki is, is shown in this panel where she's just glistening, funny enough, microwave in background. And Tepe looks at her, she hands it to him, and he immediately rips the manuscript in half. To everyone's surprise, there's a spirit coming out of Hajime over there. Everyone is shocked, and he says, it's not enough, it's not enough. And then, cut, nine days to the deadline. Pa finished pages, zero. Alright, so what a fascinating ending of where they decided to go. All is not happy in the land of uh, White Knight. Here are my three thoughts on what has happened in this chapter. So, the author is showing that Tepe is not having a good time doing this. He may have stumbled onto it but now that he's quote-unquote received this this good fortune receiving the shonen jump every week from the future it's not as simple as you think he they're not making it easy for him he is wrapped up in self-doubt and all that stuff and guilt and he, also his own creative uh instincts are blunted by the fact that you know he he has to copy or is he copying i think what there are I think what they're building up is that is he going to go in a different direction than where the future White Knight goes and what will be the result of that? Will people like it or will they won't? I don't know. That's my prediction. So let's see if he he uh, brings forth his own originality in it, which we know is his uh, downfall in the past. Another thing is Itsuki was brought in as an assistant. I mean, wow, I did not think of it, but other people did. And I think it's great in that she's on hand. She is, in my last podcast, you know, I said that she is definitely a major part of this. She's the, the one who wrote White Knight originally. You know, if she's away from the story, uh, it's. I don't think it's as good. She needs to be in it. So she is in it, and she's a great character. I really like her. I really like her design. Uh, and the... Uh, Together with Tepe, I think they make a dynamic duel. They're really electric when I read it and they're interacting. I think this is a really good and interesting and unique 
uh, dynamic they have going on. So I'm really happy they brought Itsuki as a main character in being an assistant. Okay, and so the last thing I want to talk about is did the manga disappear in chapter one or not? Because they show in two panels that he comes back into his kitchen after going out in the storm and proclaiming how awesome it is. He goes back in and he's like, where is it? And he, I think he says something like, I can't find it anymore. And that's why he thinks it was a hallucination. And he used his hallucination, like his memories of the quote unquote hallucination to write that manuscript for the editor that he brought in forcefully the next day. So is it there or is it not there? That is the question that they will have to answer eventually. I think they're going to put the, the time travel stuff on hold for the time being. Uh, another question that it will bring forth is, now that they showed him using the, sh the issue of Shonen Jump in the studio, is Itsuki going to catch him with it? Or is anyone going to catch him with it? Are they going to wonder what, what like where this is from? Or of course they're going to look at if One Piece ended or not, which is every which everyone is wondering, to be quite frank. Uh, but yeah, a lot of questions. I think the new direction for the series is the day-to-day, -day, how they're, the immediate plot is how they're going to get this manga out in time in only nine days, 54 pages, and moving forward, what this environment of Tepe doing the series, it's a key is in the, the studio every day, and these three kind of awesome new assistant characters that they're introducing is going to be like so that's it for this week if you guys liked it please subscribe and uh, show your support by hitting the like button and if you're on twitter follow paradox tweeter 